Hello, America. It's Friday. In just a couple of minutes, I'm going to give you two stories that you must be aware of. You must be aware of because it will open your mind to new thinking and I think put it on the right track. There's too many conspiracy theories out there. Um, This is the Bubba effect and we are living the Bubba effect right now. I'll give that to you in just a couple of minutes. And Andy No, the editor at large of the Post Millennial, the guy who had to leave the country because the death threats uh, were just too unsafe for him. I don't even know if he's back in the country yet. He's written a book called Unmask Inside Anifa's Radical Plan to Destroy America. He joins us in just a few minutes. And then at the bottom of the hour, Harry Dent, the uh, economist we had on a couple of days ago. I wanted to finish our conversation with him. That happens in about 30 minutes. Don't miss a second. We begin in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. I want to talk to you about uh, LifeLock. Um, Everywhere you turn, everything is on the Internet. I, I bought a refrigerator the other day bluetooth enabled i said how do i disable that bluetooth what what do you mean bluetooth i don't want my my refrigerator i have a hard time keeping my kids offline now my refrigerator is online (laughs) stop it anyway uh your information is so valuable your name is even more valuable let me say it this way for for you there is nothing that you own more valuable than your word and your reputation. Take it from a guy who has lost everything, including that. There's nothing that you want more ba- uh, want back more than that. It's the most valuable thing you own, and that is what is happening with identity theft. They take it from you. They take your identity, they take your good credit, they take your word, and they destroy it. You need to have LifeLock. They will see the threats that you might miss on your own. They're not going to find everything. They can't do all transactions at all businesses. But they will see these things that you might miss. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code BECK. Protect your credibility. Protect your identity. 800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. 25% off now. LifeLock.com. All right, Uh, there are two things I need you to make sure you read or go back and listen to the first hour of this broadcast on the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, it'll be available this afternoon. Make sure that you listen, and I highly recommend that you share it with other people. That first hour is really, really important because I explain how we are now living the Bubba effect and why conspiracy theories, why so many people believe in some crazy conspiracy theories uh, and how this is all with uh, Marjorie. uh, What's her name? Marjorie Taylor green. Why that's just a circus. It's a circus. Stop looking at the circus. And I find myself strangely in support of her even though i disagree with everything she says she has a right to say it and believe it and i can explain why she believes it 
And it's really important. And one of the things, let me give you two pieces. Let me give you first the audio. This is coming from the Massachusetts um, Office of Energy and Environmental Affairs. It's the Undersecretary for Climate Change. His name is David Ismay. Listen to what he says in this supposed secret meeting that somebody in the meeting decided to record and went, eh, people should hear this. Listen. Uh, you know, one thing that we found through our analysis is that 60% of our emissions come from, from, as I have been starting to say, you and me, except you guys are in Vermont. 60% of our emissions come from residential heating and passenger vehicles. So let me say that again. 60% of our emissions that need to be reduced come from you, the person across the street, the senior on fixed income, right? These, there is no bad guy left, at least in Massachusetts, to point the finger at, turn the screws on, and you know, break their will so they stop emitting. That's you. We have to break your will. Right? <laughs> I okay. can't even say that publicly. This is so important. We'll post that at glenbeck.com. That is so important. There in Massachusetts, there's nobody left to talk to about climate change except the senior that's on a pension. And we have to break their will. I want you to remember that because I'm going to give you one more story you have to read. um, And you can find it at time.com. And it is a celebration, a a celebration of the insane. It is a celebration of the conspiracy to, uh, to control the last election. Um, I'll post it at glenbeck.com and I will uh, tweet it out. I'm looking for it now and I can't seem to find it, um, but I will I will post it online so you have it. It's from Time magazine and it talks about the conspiracy and but it's a celebratory thing. Yeah, there was a conspiracy in this last election and here's who was involved and it all fits in the Great Reset. It all fits into what they were saying and they must Break your will. If you can do one thing, you, to quote uh, Lady Macbeth, stick your courage or, or, or screw your courage to the sticking place. You must, your will must be unbreakable, unshakable, no matter what anybody does. It doesn't matter to you. You know what you believe. And you're not going to sit down. They want to break your will. And they've been trying to tell you you're a worthless nobody for a very long time. They broke the back and the will through corruption and everything else of the Tea Party. It cannot happen again. All right. Let me go to Andy. No, Andy, first of all, are you are you safe? Are you back in America or still out of the country? And are you safe? Uh, I am safe for the time being. I have not returned home. And the reason why I left is just because of escalating death threats against me, which were reported to police in Portland and of which nothing was done. So you are. Can I say where you are? Yes, sir. You're in London, England. Um, How have the people of England uh, received you? So, I mean, England, the UK has its own various issues, but one thing that I appreciate about here is that there's not wide tolerance for political violence and vandalism and disruption, mm-hmm. whereas in Portland, in Seattle, other places that I've been to, 
um, the left has, the mainstream left, I would say, has quite embraced that. Do you find it ironic that your parents were what we would remember in America as boat people? They came as political refugees from Vietnam and, uh, and, and, and went through hell. And now you're having to flee here because of your safety. I mean, that, that's, that's an amazing coincidence or an amazing circle, is it not? It's a sad irony. I think um, my parents both went to, were sent to prison camps for different reasons in the 70s uh, under the communist regime there. And one of the freedoms that um, I really cherish or, or norms, I should say, norms and freedoms I, I really cherish as an American citizen is that um, we have freedom of expression and that there's an, an expectation uh, that you don't solve political grievances or disagreements through violence. But nowadays, I'm not sure if that's really a norm anymore, considering if you listen to what the chattering classes are saying, mm-hmm. they have defended the looting when it's done in the names of in the name of BLM or anti-fascism, they defend even assaults and at times um, homicides. So you are um, <clears throat> you you've written a new book, um, Unmask: Inside Antifa's Radical Plan to Destroy Democracy, um, and it, it is very clear on the leftist terrorism uh, that is is happening here. Uh, and you go through the, you know, the history, the beginnings of it in 1920s Italy, um, you know, with uh, Benito Mussolini's fascistic uh, party. Um, do you believe and, and I want to get into some of that history uh, quickly, but I, I, I want to ask you this. Do you believe that the Democrats or the leftists um, are uh, are really in control um and and leading this or are they being used by more powerful people probably a combination of both i think the short-sighted agenda was that they could use antifa's messaging and the protests that they helped spark uh in the past four years to to use that against the, the former administration and former president uh, so they nurtured and coddled this monster. And now that Trump is no longer in the picture and no longer an excuse, they're having to contend with this issue that, this, that Antifa is not uh, something they can actually control. Right. So Antifa have destroyed the DNC headquarters in Portland on Inauguration Day. They've called for violence against Biden and other Democrats. And so... Uh, the Portland mayor who's called old Antifa mm-hmm. has been literally chased out of his home. Um, it's, and of course, and, and that's just what has happened to Democrats. The rest of us, the normal people, the taxpayers, are having to live in cities with skyrocketing crime rates, right. with police ma- made feckless, um, with our downtown and city centers looking like first world slums. So, what is it? <clears throat> I mean, they say they hate fascism, but they're fascists. I mean, you know, they are. They're fascists. It's my way or the highway. Um, And they'll destroy anything in their path. What is it that drives them? Why? Where's all of this dark hate come from? Well, 
So Antifa is an atheistic anarchist communist movement, but they do adopt certain, I would say, uh, fundamentalist religious-like worldviews. And so they view the United States as uh, a wicked imperialistic state that needs to be destroyed and not just the nation state destroyed, but also all its founding ideals because these have had influence for good in many parts of the world. They want to get rid of that because they view it, they view the United States and its ideas, American philosophy as linked in a system of white supremacy and fascism. So when they say they're against fascism, for example, they're not referring to like how political scientists and academics who study political philosophy describe and understand fascism, they're referring to anything that is against their Antifa ideology. So that can be, it can be the entire GOP, it can be uh, any American political figure, American government, uh, things like so, freedom of expression, uh, property rights, all so, of that they consider fascistic. Okay, so hang on just a second. But I mean, have they checked their own whiteness? Uh, you know, when you see the people in Antifa, I don't know if there is a typical uh, Antifa member, but, you know, they seem white and young. And, you know, from what I've read, many of them privileged. Who, who are they? Great question. So in the course of writing my book, I had to do some research in Portland. My home city provided a pretty good data set because there were so many arrests that have happened over the, the uh, 120 days of nightly riots. And so we have a sample size of around a thousand arrestees, um, the majority, overwhelming majority of whom are, are white and are chanting things uh, like Black Lives Matter and calling for what they say is racial justice. Um, they do skew young, uh, some are juveniles all the way to the early 30s. In terms of the economic stratas that they represent, uh, it has kind of spans all you have people who, as you said, uh, come from privileged backgrounds, those who are working in white-collar professions like academics, mm. uh, like nurses, um, nurses, journalists even. And then you have people who are, I view, extremely vulnerable, those who are mentally unwell, who are vagrants, who are coming to these operation bases that Antifa set up and are given food and given accommodation in terms of tents and all that. And then when it comes to rioting at night, they're also given weapons and are given homemade IEDs to use and to throw. So mm. this is a very, um, it's an evil ideology that victimizes a lot of people. It turns people who are passionate about what they view as social justice into sociopaths who want to kill and be killed in the process so that they can become martyrs. Um, we're talking to uh, Andy No about his uh, book, Unmask, Inside Antifa's Radical Plan to Destroy Democracy. When you read the book, you will realize that is not hyperbole. Um, it is to destroy democracy, our republic, our, everyone's freedom, their way or the highway. And it is a little frightening. And to write this, he actually uh, went undercover. He donned the black block uh, uniform and embedded himself. And he was in those meetings. And I want to ask him, you know, what that was like when we return in 60 seconds. If you've ever moved before, you know, the process of buying and selling a house is just I mean, it's fun, isn't it, Pat? I mean, don't you want to oh, move? I if, love you, it. if I could say to you, hey, Pat. 
Mm-hmm. I'm moving this weekend. You want to come over and help? You'd oh, be, be so psyched. <laughs> it, it would be like, oh, the perfect weekend. Or the opposite. It's the time when no friends are av- <laughs> are available at all. Uh, it, moving is just a hassle. Selling your home is just the worst. Buying, kind of fun, but then you're always, at least me, I'm buyer's remorse. I'm always like, do we get a good deal? Or how come they accepted that offer so quickly? Real estate agents are so critical. That's why we have realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you if you're looking for somebody that can uh, sell your house fast for the most amount of money, can really help you get through a, a sale and also all the people traipsing through your house, and they know the market. And then let's say you're moving to another state. If you're moving across the, the across the city, you, you can have that real estate agent help you or another one of our real estate agents. Or if you're moving across the country, we will find the right one for you and they'll find the right house for you and make it so easy. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. This is the uh, Glenn Beck program. Politico has reported that uh, uh, with almost a million uh, social media followers, um, Andy No is a mega influencer and, quote, a key source for right wing audiences in search of news about Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, I hope you wear that as a badge of honor. I don't think they meant it that way. He's written a new book, Unmask Inside Antifa's uh, Radical Plan to Destroy America. It's available everywhere now. Antifa has shut down bookstores uh, in the uh, uh, Portland, Oregon area that were selling it, got them to remove the books. I mean, you know, that's what non-fascists do, book burnings. Um, and it's available now. And if you want to understand what's really going on, this is a really important book. Um uh, Andy, I want to ask you, I mean, where you got the courage to put a black block uniform on you, you know, they know you um, and and then you go in and you're sitting in their meetings. What what was that like? I mean, not only what did they say, but how frightened were you? So the uniform allowed them to feel a little bit comfortable to say things around me where I could hear it. They didn't speak to me directly. Otherwise, they probably would have figured out that I wasn't one of their vetted members. However, when I was in Chad's in the uniform, I think what was really disturbing was seeing the level of organization that took place in the operations in that so-called autonomous zone in Seattle. Like they have this security, so-called security apparatus where different members were assigned to different parts because the territory was so big. It was six blocks long and their uh, security were, were armed with weapons. So even though they say that they're against police, they actually were creating a, a, a secret police force. Of course they were. Is what they were doing and monitoring different areas of who was going in and who was going out. Uh, they had complete control of the streets and held essentially the people hostage who lived there. Um, other times, uh, they, because they eventually started to catch on that I must have been in their area, they started to look out for people who they thought might have my body shape or 
might look like they have similar eyes to me. And it became really dangerous. And I did get exposed a few times. And uh, one of those times I was uh, assaulted in Portland. But I, your question about courage, for me, it's about, um, it's not just me who's been personally victimized by them. I was beaten, but I was just one of many over the years who have been brutalized by them. And so I feel like I am fighting for truth and justice for a lot of other people mm. who don't have form don't have an opportunity to share the stories people who have also been ignored by law enforcement so um i'm doing this for a lot of other people andy i uh i'd like to do a podcast with you and really go deep into all of this i thank you for what you're doing thank you for your book please go out and buy a copy of unmasked by andy no ngo um and andy stay safe we'll talk to you again soon Thank you. He's in the book. He follows the funding. And and he puts together the organization. Remember, it's not organized. It's not well-funded. Oh, yes, it is. He puts it all together in the book Unmasked. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, let me tell you about Blinds.com. Do you remember it was this time last year? When, When did we actually go into... Hiding from the coronavirus. Was that in March, I think. March? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're really close to a year to bend the curve. Um, but everybody was remodeling their home. Well, it's about time to do that again. Uh, and an easy way for you to spice up your house, make it look new, make it just put some extra, you know, spin on your house is uh, through blinds.com. The window coverings, whether it's shades or shutters or anything in between, that is really what makes a room stand out. The wrong stuff on the windows or bad stuff on the windows, you know, you might have a, you know, a big, like, uh, don't tread on me flag, you know, covering the window. Not the best drape. Not the best drape. You can find blinds.com. They'll have you covered and they've got a huge sale going on right now. You can save big on everything from shades, blinds, interior shutters, and so much more. Rules and restrictions may apply. Check them out and save big now. Blinds.com. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern or anywhere and anytime you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for being a subscriber to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and you'll uh, save 30 bucks on your subscription. Uh, yesterday, we uh, dropped my podcast uh, once a week. I do a uh, in-studio podcast with uh, one newsmaker or somebody I find fascinating. It was Ben Shapiro this week. And it is, I mean, Ben is always at the top of his game. This was a fascinating conversation with Ben Shapiro. Um, uh, that I don't think you'll find any place else. It's a very different interview because uh, I'm a kind of a crazy guy. But anyway, uh, that is um, uh, Ben Shapiro on the podcast. In just a few minutes after this broadcast, I'm going in to record the Friday exclusive for uh, Blaze subscribers only. Uh, and I'm going to have uh, one of the guys that is part of the resistance actually helping Um, the religious minorities in Burma and saving Christians. uh, And he's going to be, he's in the jungle. And we had to 
do a test of the uh, line. He doesn't even have a phone line. It is all satellite, and it's uh, it's going to be uh, difficult. But he is putting his life in danger every single day to save these Christians in Burma. We're going to talk to him about what's happening with the revolution. Uh, Myanmar, or Myanmar, which you call it Burma. We call it Burma. Uh, anyway, let's go to... Uh, Let's go to Harry Dent, who uh, Harry was on with us um, earlier this week. First of all, how are you feeling? I know you went in for surgery for cataracts. Everything okay? Oh, man, I, already things are looking better. Good, better good. color, better thing, and I've got one more to go. So good. I, think I, I think everybody should get this. <laughs> right. And even if you don't have a cataract, just have it done. Exactly. Uh, so um, You get like a young eye again. Right. Uh, so Harry Dent is the author of Zero Hour. He's an economist, um, Harvard MBA. Uh, I mean, he's, he's written numerous best-selling books. He has called the crashes uh, of the past eerily accurately um seemingly every time he is calling for a massive crash coming uh in 2021-22 um you you actually believe last we spoke you said in the next 45 to 60 days it could happen yes yes Uh, one of my key turning points has been mid to late february uh and and march similar to the top last year in the top of the last major tech bubble in early 2000 and also uh may to june is another major turning point i think it's more likely to happen on this first one okay um and you base these on you know um the the cycles of an economy and i i believe in the kondrakiev wave and i believe in these cycles um it 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 repeats itself but i want to talk to you not about the super bubble cycle which is you're saying is going to be like great depression and it's going to happen any between now and 2022 but also the 250 year revolution cycle we're we're approaching 250 years and every 250 years there's massive revolutions what does what do you mean by that what is how is that shaping up or what do we look for in that well, let me you know, the last two big ones, and, and still in Europe, huge, Protestant Revolution, early 1500s, Catholic Church had gone bound religion, they controlled politics, finance, everything, and, and that revolution was, was about bringing an alternative church, you know, uh, and the church, you know, and, and, right. and, and that is still today. The difference in incomes and things between Protestant and Catholic Europe are very substantial. So, so that brought the that didn't eliminate the Catholic Church; just brought it down to appropriate power. The next one we all know: the American Revolution. Monarchs ruled the world everywhere, and we were the first ones to say, "I'm sorry, folks. We think people can make better." And we invented democracy. The date was 1776. The same year that, that Adam Smith published Wealth of Nations, Free Market Capitalism, The Invisible Hand, and, and the same date the steam engine was uh, patented perfectly in the Industrial Revolution. That was the biggest turning point, Glenn, in history. The in biggest history. bang yeah. made the agricultural revolution like no. Now, then comes my 500 years. That's the 250-year cycle. We are coming on the next one, right here, 2008 to 2025, roughly. And this one, I think, is about what, what is the top-down power that is the most obvious today around the world? I call it central banks. Yeah. Central banks now have taken over free market capitalism. They set interest rates. They drive bonds up. 
and interest rates down. They drive stocks up continually. We can't have a recession. No more free market capital. We're going to run the economy like a machine because we, in our academic wisdom, and, and tell me one central banker, it looks like they've ever run a business, okay? None, okay? And, 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 and this is what's created this great bubble and a great disconnect. So I think when this bubble bursts, right in the middle of this 250-year cycle, central banks' entire role will be questioned. They will be relegated down to emergency funding during crises, not driving the economy, setting all these things. And, and, and the economy so, allows goes back to bottoms-up management. So what, how does that happen? Because the central bank... I mean, honestly, we know who the Federal Reserve is just because of the banks that weren't eliminated. You know, they're they're the banks that were too big, uh, you know, to fail. So there's only a handful of banks, real banks left. They've 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 been destroyed. The others. So how do we go back and just this system gets destroyed? Do we start new local banks or what happens? Well, well, basically, first of all, for any revolution to happen, the old has to start failing. Okay, we started failing in 2008. The central banks used that as an excuse to step in higher. The big banks got even bigger. And now they say, oh, they're all capitalizing stuff. Baloney. We've got more bad loans, more zombie companies than ever. And all it's going to take is a deep enough downturn to expose that. So these big banks are going to lose power credibility. But who loses the most credibility is the head, I call them pusher, the Fed, Federal Reserve, and all the key, the ECB, Bank of Japan, China, don't even, uh, China's a whole nother discussion. They don't print money, they print condos, which is even more dangerous. Mm-hmm. They just build stuff for nobody, guaranteed by their central bank, okay? The central bank doesn't print money, they just tell everybody, build over what you want, and we'll cover you. So that's, that's even worse. So, so they, they're going to lose credibility, Glenn. What happens, these, these institutions have to lose credibility, and then people have to ask, or something else has to step in. We have to let, that the way to cure all this and come to reality, Glenn, is let that bubble burst. We've been fighting it since 2008. They're going to fight it again. I'm telling you, Harry. They're I mean, going to fight it, and they're going to lose because they I are. hope you're right. Here's my forecast, Glenn. Very okay. simple. Next crash already ordained every crash has taken us to new lows even though we got a new highs with more stimulus the next new low is down 45 percent on the s p down 50 percent or more in stock that's when people are finally going to get no matter how much money the central banks print and the government gives stimulus we keep going down something's wrong and that downturn would be enough to start hurting companies and hurting banks. So I think you get a reaction that just keeps it's a snowball effect. So that's can that's I just go on the record with you, Harry? And I hate to do this because you are you are much more wise than I am on these things. But I'd like to on the record disagree with you respectfully that I think, you know, that cycle isn't finished until they push it up one more hill and that is at the global level. They're going to take all of the failed industries, all of the failed companies, all of the failed banks, all of the failed policies of interventionalism and all of that, and roll that up the hill one more time and say, but it'll work at a global scale, and then it's destroyed. You know, Glenn, I I could see that I have a second option, too, that, that we just be like Japan and just just keep blowing up more until we get to where we never grow again. And, and that's the price. We don't have 
as big a crash or as deep of a, a depression, but we go into mediocrity. And, and I could see that happening, but I'm telling you, if that happens, I don't see it lasting past the end of 2021. I think 2023, this, this mm. bubble has been pushed back so far. It's gotten so extreme. I, every indicator from the past when these IPOs coming out and doubling GameStop going up 400 points in one day when it's a $20 stock. And I mean, everything is ringing the bell. There's points. I tell people bubbles usually have a trigger to pop them, but they don't even need that. The 2000 bubble, the first tech bubble, just like this one, only this is way worse. There was no recession, no slowdown in the economy. It just started bursting because it was crazy. Yeah, it was pets.com. There's a point going when the smart money who really does control too much with too much leverage, but they're still in control. When they decide this is over, it's over. And I think we're getting close to that. But, but again, I, I could see your scenario. I think that is because uh, that's right. There's always a new grander stimulus program. But I'm telling you, when you keep, they're going to have to print. I could see them printing 10 trillion next time, you know, instead oh, of, yeah. you know, 4 trillion. Oh, here. yeah. And, and there's a point, though, when people say, OK, now we're printing our whole GDP every year just to grow at one and a half percent. I, you know, there's a point where where even the dumbest person high on crack can see, oh, this isn't working. That's what it takes. Because everybody's high on this bubble. That's why it's hard for people to see it. They're not stupid. They just, there's so many benefits. Everybody's getting a 3% mortgage instead of six. They're getting a 2% car loan instead of seven. Their stocks, their home, whatever they do own of financial assets. And, and for everyday people, it's the home more. And for rich people, it's more stocks and financial assets. They're, you're just so, getting a free lunch poured hey, over your head. Harry, I, 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 I only have a minute, but I'd like to see if you could answer this question, at least vaguely. Um, the uh, London Central Bank came out and said that they're expecting uh, reverse mortgage rates. So negative mortgage rates in the next yeah. 45 days. The average person yeah. is not going to see that, right? That's just for the central bank loaning it to the bank. Well, no, but, but that should dribble down. That, that should dribble down to some degree. Um, so, but, but that, how desperate is that, Glenn? I mean, come on. When, when, you, when you go interest rates, it's one thing zero, which is insane. With zero rates, people will make bad investments with no hurdle and a negative rate scene where this is distorting free market capitalism and, and, and it is going to end because it's going to fail. Like you said, it could be a year. I think it fails sooner than you do but i could see your scenario no question harry thank you so much really appreciate it glad hey, to now hear remember you. harrydent.com free newsletter and a free report on the bitcoin bubble on march 1st if you just sign up for that today harrydent.com thank you very much harry i appreciate it harrydent.com okay. he is really well uh, uh, versed and uh, worth reading and following all right so talking about banks uh, how you doing on your mortgage? How are things? How are things uh, working? Uh, working out for your mortgage right now? You can get a mortgage if you have a mortgage that you're paying three or four percent. You're paying too much, and this to me is a uh, is is a principal thing as well as a smart idea. Stop paying more than you should. The principle of giving these banks more money than you have to is is crazy and irritating to me 
so I'm kind of passionate about it. But also, it is there's compassion here as well. I know how many people are struggling, and I hope it's not you. But if it is, you can save money every month. Look at your credit card bills. How much money are they charging you for interest? It's it's insanity. You got to roll that in to your mortgage. Don't reset it. Just reset the the mortgage rate and you're going to save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars every single month. You could save a thousand bucks every month. Do you know how that would affect you and your family? Of course you do. Just call American Financing. It'll take you 10 minutes. I know a lot of people don't like to do things because they're like, "Uh, but I've got hope that maybe I can change the what if they say no or what? Just get it done. 10 minutes. Call them now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, I have a story that's been sitting on my desk here for a few days, and uh, I, I, every day I walk out with probably half of the stuff I wanted to talk to you about unspoken uh and i just keep moving this one onto a top pile and today's my last day to do it um, of the week uh, i just think it is a it's an amazing story a louisiana man a louisiana mom was shot dead by hitman her accused rapist brother had hired to kill her daughter she was pretending to be the target she was pretending to be her daughter to save her daughter's life Brittany Cormier, 34, was found shot to death in her home along with a 37-year-old neighbor who had been visiting her at the time. Brittany Cormier, the mom who sacrificed herself to save her daughter from the hitman. Uh, Investigators quickly focused on Cormier's brother, Beau Cormier, 35, a convicted sex offender accused of raping his niece, They had accused him of hiring two friends to kill the girl, even helping carry out the surveillance as he joined them on the first planned mission, which was aborted. When the killers struck on January 13th, Brittany pretended to be the target as her daughter and stepdaughter hid in a closet. Brittany was murdered as a result of telling the shooter that she was, in fact, the rape victim, likely saving the life of her daughter. The neighbor was shot dead while trying to fight off the gunman. Samantha Lemaire, a friend who said Cormier was like a sister to her, told the advocate that the mom would do anything for her kids. Hope Nettleton, a friend of Beau Cormier, was also killed. Uh, They knew that he was unstable, but they said they never thought it would come down to something like this. I'd like to think she locked them in the closet to protect them. Well, I think that's probably what mom did. Death penalty is definitely on the table, according to the district attorney. That is, Mm. I mean, in a day when uh, heroics are few and far between and courage is hard to find, man, there is nothing more fierce than a mother. Do not get between a mom and her child. Uh, That's when everything changes. And... uh, Our prayers go out to this family. Have a very safe weekend. Don't forget my podcast. If you missed today's show, it's a must listen to. Also, Ben Shapiro on the podcast tomorrow. This is the Glenn Beck Program.